Gather round, take a seat, relax. It's the Fabringen with Rabbi Levi Afton, right here on 101.9 High FM. This is 101.9 Chai FM, and here we are. We are on the 7th of Adar and the 28th of February, 2023. And it's a privilege and an honor to be here with you on this wonderful day. Today is actually the yard site and the birthday of the greatest Jewish leader, Moshe Rabbeinu, Moses. He lived exactly 120 years. And the 7th of Adar is his birthday and his yard site, quite a few thousand years back. But happy birthday. And wish long life. By the way, I don't know if you know, but wishing long life is an interesting South African custom. I believe they do it in England as well. But uh, most of the world, they don't wish it. It's actually a beautiful wish that I never heard till I moved to this country. Um, definitely in America, nobody wishes long life. And it's a beautiful wish, and I would just add long and beautiful, long and meaningful, long and awesome life. But in all seriousness, it's Adar. It's a week before Purim. Next Tuesday is Purim. I don't think I'll be uh, having the show then. I'll be running around reading the Megillah all around town. So uh, let's try to give a bit of a Purim vibe show. And <laughs> if you've been listening... To to the show over the years, you know that being light and easygoing and addressing easy topics is my strong point. I don't do well in heavy. Um, that was supposed to be a joke. Although, to be honest, when you're talking on the radio, you have no idea if people find you amusing, if people just shut you off right then and like, oh my gosh, what's he on? Um, but yeah, it's supposed to be a light show today. And we actually chose music that is pretty fun and light. You were just listening to Benny Friedman, who was singing Kharasho, which means everything's good. So put some Russian into the song. Life is great. And then we're going to be singing, listening to a song called Happy Days. Um, and also some other upbeat music at the end with Mordechai Shapiro, Matt Dub, etc. So, yeah, today's show is supposed to be, in the, in the spirit of Adar, it's supposed to be light. And what I want to address today is, and for Brink hopefully, is how do we, how do we do light when life is heavy? Right? Most people have an easier time being light than, uh, sorry, being heavy than being light. Definitely in today's day and age. I mean, after all, Rabbi, you know, there's load shedding and there's potholes and uh, there's the war in Ukraine. And there's so many issues that seem to pull us down. It's not uh, not easy to feel joy. You don't really meet a lot of people that the first thing you see when you see them is joy. And if there is joy, often you start wondering if there's some uh, stimulation to the joy. Is there some alcohol or some other stimulant that's making them smile? When you see somebody serious and morose... It's like, okay, that's natural. Okay, fine. Listen, life is tough. You see somebody happy. They're weird. They're drinking. You start like, what, what's going on? Like, I tried it a few times. People say, so how are you, Rabbi? And I'm like, I'm great. Everything's fantastic. And you get this look like, huh, really? That's what you're going through? Life is great? What are you taking, Rabbi? What's what's the secret? Um because it's not easy to feel joy. 
And you'll ask most people, so when do you feel joy? And they'll say, listen, you know, if, if I'm at a simcha and the music's fantastic, if I have a l'chaim, um, if everything's working in my life, if everything ticks, right? I wake up and my car starts and uh, the load shedding is not interfering with my life and I uh, get to work and everything ticks and I come back home and my spouse is happy with me and my children are doing well and everyone's healthy and everyone's sane, then yeah, of course I'll be happy. Let's be honest, that's a pretty high bar for happiness. Everything needs to work in order for me to be happy. In Judaism, we see it a bit different. Maybe it's happiness that makes things work, rather than things work lead to happiness. But definitely waiting for things to fit this idyllic, imaginary life we have in order to achieve some form of simcha is basically means that simcha is not going to be a common emotion in our life. Joy is not going to be something that we feel constantly because, let's be honest, life is stressful. There's always something to stress about. And if there's not something external, there's often something internal with our own mental health. There's always something to knock you down. And if the bar of joy is so high, we're basically saying that joy is impossible. And unfortunately, yeah, that's why many people do drink themselves into oblivion in order to feel something or they'll take other intoxicants or they're going to go, you know, endless holidays just to escape life. And there's nothing wrong with holidays. There is something wrong with endless holidays um, to escape life because they want to feel joy. Understandably, they want to feel relaxed and calm and inner peace. But the issue that we have is that we struggle to find that within the chaos of life. Often we're only finding it outside the chaos of life. We're finding it with by stepping outside our lives rather than living within our lives. That's a problem. Because in other words, what that means is that joy, simcha, has no place in a day-to-day life. It only has a place in escapism. When you escape life, you'll find joy. When you manage to get out of your head, when you manage to get out of your zone, then you'll feel joy. But then, how could God expect us to be joyous? Hashem tells us He wants us to be joy, to be joyous. And there's a famous uh, uh, expression that the great uh, Hasidic masters used to say that although um, sadness is not a sin. It can lead to more sins than any other sin. In other words, it the cause the sadness leads to the to the most um, heinous of uh, sins because you just feel deflated. You don't feel motivated to fight your evil inclination. You don't manage to face your stuff. So sadness leads to everything. And they used to say, although joy is not an explicit one one of the 613 mitzvot, what joy can lead to, no other mitzvah can lead to. In other words, once you're in in a space of joy, things work, right? Think about it. When you're in a joyous mood, you don't have time for variables. 
Right? If you're happy, you're standing and marrying off your child, and you and you have time for variables, then something's wrong. You're obviously not happy. Because someone who's truly happy, fine, the person did greet me, didn't greet me. I don't care. I'm in the zone. I'm so much bigger than this. I'm floating above the, the pettiness, the swamp. But if I'm still petty and small and delicate and fragile, I'm not joyous. Joy is the ability to step above it and fly. And we need to be able to find that joy on, on a day-to-day basis because what joy could lead to, no other mitzvah can lead to. It's just, it's an approach to life. It's an approach to life that says everything's okay. I trust in God. I trust that everything will be the way it needs to be. I don't stress about everything. I'm just... I'm just uplifted. I'm above the nonsense. I'm above the nonsense. I'm happy. I'm joyous. This is the Fabringen with Rabbi Levi Afton on 101.9 High FM. This is 101.9 High FM. My name is Rabbi Levi Afton of Linksfield Shul, and here we are talking about joy. Ha! Baruch Hashem. Many happy days are coming, and yeah. Really the message today, which I could say in 30 seconds, but in the good for bringing style, we're trying to explore a bit deeper is we need to figure out a way to be joyous in life. Not only when we escape life, we need to figure out a way to feel inner peace, not only when we're escaping the chaos of life, but within the chaos of life. Because yeah, life as human beings in this world until Mashiach comes, may it be soon, in this time, life is chaotic. Life is chaos. Uh, on the outside of ourselves, but I would say as importantly, if not more importantly, inside ourselves, right? Many of us are struggling with a lot of chaos in our own heads, in our own hearts, in our own, um, in our own small little universe. It's easy to think that the issues are outside, right? If only there was no potholes and if only there was no load shedding and if only there was no wars and if only there was no anti-Semitism and if only there was no crime, then we would be at peace. It's wishful thinking because it's mostly the narratives in our head. And I believe one of the great narratives that, and I don't mean great in a positive way, but one of the big narratives that gets in our way over and over and over is our expectation that life has to tick perfectly in order for us to feel joy. And that, that gets in our way. It definitely gets in our way. Because what we're saying is that I can only feel joy when everything or almost everything in my high bar of what a good life looks like will feel joy. But the issue is it doesn't work that way. If only I lived in this country, and if only I had this job, and if only I was married to this person, and if only my children behaved this way, and if only, if only I would be happy. And we hear these expressions in common culture, like, I'm only as happy as my most unhappy child, which basically means you're never happy, because if you have more than one child, one of your children is always going to be going through something. So if you're only as happy as your most unhappy child, pretty much you're very unhappy. But again, it's that expression that says, I could only be as happy as the, the circumstances of my life. And the circumstances of my life have to be perfect, because that's the bar. Otherwise, gravity pulls me down, and I'll become heavy, and I'll become morose and cynical, and, 
yeah, uninspired. And what if I want to feel joy, then I'm going to have to go to all these things like alcohol and other intoxicants just to feel that joy because life doesn't lead to joy. And that's a, that's a very dangerous narrative. It really is because it's making many of us just walk around looking like Tisha Buff faces all day. We're just walking around feeling absolutely heavy and you, you meet people. Seriously, I just see it all the time. I'm like, there's always kvetching. It's always kvetching. It's always heavy. It's like, ugh, and the load shedding, ugh, and this. And you're like, even if you're right, yes, yes, you're right, there is load shedding. Is, is, is kvetching about making you a better version of yourself? Is it making your family a happier place? Why are you doing it? Why are we choosing narratives that make us unpleasant? You know, you all have that friend, or you might even be that friend to somebody. You have that friend who, um, you spend an hour with them and you're pulling, you want to pull your hair out. You seriously, you're questioning your will to live because it's so painful being with them for an hour. Um, you know, obviously I'm using a bit of a hyperbole, but, uh, you just, ah, uh, they're so heavy. You just, you pick up the phone or you know when they ring the phone, you know that if you pick it up, you're going to be, into a deluge of uh, defeating, depleting messaging. You, you, you just know that if you're going to say yes, answer yes to that mess, to that phone call, you're literally going to be sucked into this. This is the Fabringen with Rabbi Levi Avton on 101.9 High FM. 101.9 Chai FM. Okay, Levi, let's see if you could practice what you're preaching. You've been talking about finding joy even with life, even when the call drops. I'm not sure where exactly the call dropped, but I just, I'm just going to go, you know, maybe I was actually talking to myself because for the last uh, minute or so, I was talking, thinking that I'm still talking to somebody. And obviously I was talking to absolutely nobody because uh, the phone dropped. So who was I talking to? The, I was talking to myself. Truth is, that's what we should be doing a lot more of, talking to ourselves. Lots of us have a lot of wisdom and uh, tips of good living for other people, but we can't figure out how to implement it in our lives. So maybe God's message was, Levi, stop preaching about joy and start living joy. In other words, if you could tell if somebody's joyous, right? I could sit there talking about joy for five hours straight. I remember one time... Uh, I went to a lecture and this was a woman who officially won many awards for her work on how to manage stress. And she was going to tell us how to manage stress. Okay, cool. Listen, that's always a good thing to learn, right? How to manage stress. Sitting there and she's talking. I don't remember a single word she said, but all I know is from before the presentation when she was setting up her uh, screen, Till the moment she finished the presentation and sat down, everything about her body language and just her facial expression screamed, I am stressed out of my mind. It was just like everything was agitated and stressed out. And you're like, lady, I don't hear a word you're saying because all I see is whatever tips you've learned, eh, they're not working on you. So, um, sure, keep on talking, but it's totally not resonating. So back to me, it's easy to talk about some random person, but it, yeah, lady, if, if I could talk about joy for hours, but some, you don't hear in my voice that I'm actually feeling joy, 
And it's just a message I have to give because it's the week leading up to Purim, and therefore I'm just talking about joy because I have no choice. I'm not going to be convincing because joy is something that you could see, something that you could hear. It's it's real. It's tangible. You can't fake it. And I believe joy comes from a healthy attitude of life. It comes from gratitude where I don't expect life to be perfect. I'm grateful for everything that does work, but I don't resent the stuff that don't work. It comes from trust in Hashem, trust in God. It comes from being at peace with my purpose in this world and knowing that whatever role I have to play in this world, God put me here on purpose and I'm okay. Joy comes from healthy attitudes. And sadness comes from unhealthy attitudes. If you're sad all the time and you're heavy all the time, you have an unhealthy attitude for life. For example, if you're always miserable about the load shedding, what you're basically saying is, I expect to live in a world where I don't have challenges, where the government just ticks and there's no corruption and there's electricity. Mind you, the, the soap, so many places in the world are having uh, um, electricity issues these days simply because, whatever, there's a lot of reasons. Um, but fine, we maybe have it worse than other the other places. Not all other places, some, fine, mazel tov. But if I expect life to be perfect, and what do you mean? It used to be perfect. By the way, it wasn't. Um, it was never perfect. But when I sit there having expectations of life, that it be perfect, what am I saying? I'll never be happy. Oh, but if I emigrate to Australia, I'll be happy. Oh, okay. You come over there and you realize that life is messy anywhere you go. As Rabbi Shishler says, you can't emigrate from your problems. And most of our problems are inner. But if you just live a life that says, I'm here to serve my purpose for God, and I count my blessings, which I have, but I'm okay with life's challenges. I'm not resisting them. I'm not fighting them. I'm not angry about them. Then I'm able to live a life of inner peace. I'm able to live a life that's like, okay, I'm joyous. I'm not high maintenance. You know those people in life that are high maintenance? Just to keep them somewhat on an even keel, you have to throw gifts all day. They, they, they're, everything's expensive. They have emotional high maintenance and they need like lots of hours of everything to calm them down, etc. You know, I don't have to describe what high maintenance people are. You know those people. And you know that they're not pleasant. Right? High maintenance people are not pleasant. It's not a compliment to say about somebody, oof, he or she, they're high maintenance. There's no, there's no compliment in that at all. So the question is, why are we becoming so high maintenance? Why are we becoming, why is our bar for joy high? And you'll say, no, it's not. I just want the simple things. I just want the roads to work and electricity to run and there not be corruption and... No, that is high maintenance. Because basically what you're saying is until things work the way you want them to work, you won't be joyous. And let's be honest, nothing's sorting itself out tomorrow or the next day. So you're basically declaring you're not going to find joy for a while. And why would you do that? Why do we choose not to live with joy rather than saying, okay, yes, I'll do the best. I'll I'll try to solve whatever problems I could solve, right? The serenity prayer, dear God, give me the courage to change what I could change. 
the serenity to accept that which I cannot and the wisdom to know the difference between the two. Yeah, we could use a bit more of the serenity prayer these days. Just like, it is. It is. Live. Find joy in the messiness of life. Most of our ancestors' lives were much more complicated than our lives. Much more complicated. Much more moving parts. Much more fear. Much more... Um, lots of the comforts we take for granted didn't exist. And they just lived. And they managed to find joy. I would argue that we're much less joyous than the people who lived a few hundred years ago, even though their issues were huge. The lifespan of people was shorter. Life was full of pain. Almost no comforts in life. And they were joyous. And we have lots, but we, but we set such a high bar of what we need in order for life to tick, in order to us to feel joy. And I'm just saying, lower the bar. You don't need much to be happy. On the contrary, just like a child becomes spoiled, the more you give them, maybe we become a bit too spoiled. And maybe we have to unspoil ourselves so that we can actually be happy with whatever we have. This is 101.9 Chai FM. My name is Rabbi Levi Avson, and we'll be back right after the break. This is the Fabringen with Rabbi Levi Avson on 101.9 High FM. This is 101.9 Chai FM. My name is Rabbi Levi Atzon, and here we are. We're talking about finding joy in the mundane. And I'm going to give a very cliche uh, little monologue now. Um, but uh, I think it's important. And the cliche monologue goes like this. We take so much for granted now, right? The fact that you can sit down on a plane and a few hours later land pretty much anywhere else on the planet you'd like to be. A hundred years ago, that would have been a dream. The fact that you can drive anywhere, and 150 years ago, that would have been a dream, and your cars are definitely safer than the cars they were driving a hundred years ago. Um, the fact that the hours you do have electricity is more electricity than most people had 150, 200 years ago. The fact that you have running water most of the time, it's amazing. Most of history, they didn't have running water any of the time. The fact that your baby's born and there's almost a 99.9% certainty that the baby's going to survive um, and please God live a good, long, healthy life, that's amazing. That is something that a 100 years ago they wouldn't have dreamed of. Child mortality was high. The fact that people go through childbirth and survive is amazing for most people in history. The fact that people live longer than 35 years in the 1800s, that would have been a dream. 35 is today not just young, it's super young, right? When someone dies in their 70s, we say shame. They, they, they you know, they, they didn't, they didn't manage to live till old age. Well, 100 years ago, 70 was really old age, 120 years ago. And, the list is endless, but we still compare life to a fantasy. And people will say, Rabbi, 30 years ago, the country worked. Well, 30 years ago, maybe the country worked for 10 or 5% of the country, but there was apartheid and there was really, it wasn't a perfect universe. Some people maybe managed to close their eyes, convince themselves they were perfect, but it wasn't perfect. So comparing the present to the past is, is unhealthy. 
And if you really want to go explore the past, the past is much messier than most people want to paint it, if we're absolutely honest with ourselves. And also, what's the point of the past? You know, this week, we're going to read uh, from Maftir at the end of the Torah reading. We're going to read Zachar. Remember what Amalek did. And Amalek is a nation that when the Jewish people left Egypt, it interfered with the Jewish people and just caused chaos and made the people lose their confidence in their own ability to stand up to the to the challenges of life because they kind of popped the bubble of invincibility of the Jewish people who had just crossed the sea, etc., and felt totally invincible. But uh, there were some people who used to say that the word Amalek, which is a nation in Yiddish, if you know any Yiddish, you'll know the word Amalek Yaren, the good old days, Amalek Yaren, the good old days. And they're always comparing the present to the Amalek Yaren. And uh, I heard it said that when somebody says all day, Amalekah Yaren, Amalekah Yaren, that's Amalek. In other words, it's a problem when the, all you're doing is just comparing the present to the past because you're, you're unhappy in the present. You're painting a version of the past that's just not accurate. You're trying to create a version that, that f- fills a narrative that justifies, you know, why you're feeling miserable today. But why would you? The point is, Amalek Yaren, always living in the past and saying, it used to be, and it used to be, and I remember the time, and it used to be, it's like, God, over it. The past is the past. Right? There's a song uh, that Mordechai ben David sings, Ha'avar ayin, the past is gone, Ha'atid adayin, the future is not yet come. It's based on the the Jewish sources, Ha'avar ayin, and the present Passes like the blink of an eye. Dagaminayan. Why worry? What's what's the source of worry? Like sitting and living in the past or an imaginary future doesn't lead to any happiness. Rabbi Sachs used to say about the you know the extreme left and right in politics. He says the right dreams of a past that never was, and the left dreams of a future that never will be. Like. To be happy is just to sit there saying, Zemasheyesh, this is what is, this is the life I have now, and it's okay, and I can find joy in it. I'm going to lower my bar of what I need life to work in order to be joy. I have food on the table, I woke up this morning, I'm breathing, I'm happy. I'm happy. Baruch Hashem, right? That's why from the youngest age we teach our children, say, thank God, TG. B.H., Baruch Hashem, thank God. What, what's the message? The message is like, yeah, I acknowledge. I'm breathing. How are you doing? Baruch Hashem, I'm fine. Problem is when we start saying it like on robotic mode. Uh, yeah, but B.H., B.H., I'm good. T.G., T.G., B.H., B.H., um, I'm fine. All good, T.G., right? Good, fine, thanks, and you? Love that one. Um, but like if we actually sit there thinking and saying, Baruch Hashem, yeah. Baruch Hashem. The blessed is God. Baruch Hashem. I'm so, uh, life is okay. Thank God. Can't complain. I'm okay. And to start feeling it, not just saying it, feeling it. I'm okay. Baruch Hashem. I'm fine. I think we could bring joy, not only in Purim and not only when we have stimulants to make us feel joy, but on the day to day. Just in a day with all the messiness, with the pop tire and the child that's not doing well at school and the relationship that's a bit uh, fragile and, yeah, the messiness and the doctor visit and all that stuff. 
we could still find joy. We don't need everything to work to feel joy. You could have a tight bank account and a few issues in your health and stuff going around in your life and still feel joy. It's the only way to live. It's not only the right and moral thing, it's the, it's the common sense thing. It just makes life so much more enjoyable. Enjoy the joy. This is 101.9 Chai FM. This is the Fabringen with Rabbi Levi Avtson on 101.9 Chai FM. This is 101.9 Chai FM and it's time to wrap up this monologue and joy and to start feeling joy, right? Stop talking. You know the story about the fellow who uh, he made a career change and he was studying law and he became a rabbi. And they asked him why he made a career change. And he said, I, I prefer to preach than practice. So stop preaching. Let's start practicing. Start practicing joy. Start make, you know, make a mental decision that at least for the next little, next week, you'll find reasons to be joyous. And the moment you're about to sit there blurting and saying, I, you know, it's so heavy and the low ch-, the moment you're about to fetch, even if it's justified, hold yourself back. Don't do it. It's not going to make you or the person you're talking to feel any better. Keep the relationship light. You know, I was telling somebody, I was saying, <sighs> often even in marriages, we bring so much heaviness into the marriage. We're just quetching and quetching and quetching. At some stage, like, there's nothing attractive about somebody that's only quetching all day. Keep it light. And like, I think we're just, in our marriages and our friendships, it's just so much Quetching. And yes, we should be able to be there for each other when the person quetches, but like cut down on the quetching. Keep, keep the dose within the realm of normal rather than just <gasps> heavy, heavy. Every time you meet the person, it's just heavy. It's always, you know, just self-pity. There's nothing enjoyable about that. Let's actually just float up. Float up. In other words, float to the top, start, stop, start swimming rather than just drowning in the heaviness and just swim. Yes, we could do it. It's a challenge. There's a wave here. There's a wave there. We can do it. That's really the message that I really uh, want to wrap up today's show. I want to wish you a Freilichen Purim, a happy Purim, a kosher Purim, a good Purim, a good Shabbos in a few days' time, but that we should all find joyous in our lives. And I thought no better way to finish off the show than this really upbeat music. Um, it's a short song, but it really has a good energy to it. L'chai Olamim by Matt Dub. This is 101.9 Chai FM. Have a great day.